Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Back to reality. We're 24 hours away from Ohio State and Minnesota tomorrow night. It gets cold like Minnesota. The total in that game is 63, Minnesota at home. Uh, Ohio State, 14-point favorites. I spent the whole night watching Ohio State um, film last night. I was up until 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. I got all my college football picks in. I'm probably not going to add too much more. But this was one of the first ones I played. The hook is gone, but I still like Minnesota to cover the 14. But I got 14 and a half, and I absolutely love it. Obviously, big expectations, again, for Ohio State, as there are every single year. Justin Fields no longer there. Last year, they go undefeated during the six-game regular season. They beat Clemson in the college football playoffs, and that's where I was like, why is Justin? Why are we talking about how Justin Fields is going to drop in this draft? Like, he balled out against Clemson. Now, it's, they couldn't pull off the upset against Bama. It's weird. But man. that Bama team, I mean, that's that was a team of pros on both sides of the ball. Ryan Day, obviously going to be optimistic heading into his third season as the head coach at Ohio State, but he's got a new quarterback, redshirt freshman, C.J. Stroud, Stroud takes over, um, but he's loaded with weapons. They have the best wide receivers in the nation. Garrett Wilson, who Chris Olave is there. Chris Olave over 80 grabs this Jackson year. Jackson Smith I is that. there. Julian Flagman, Marvin Harrison Jr. is there. Master Teague is back. Amico They're going to run Buka. him into the ground, you know. Yes. yes. I love their weapons, man. But you know what I absolutely do not love about Ohio State and hashtag people forget? Their defense things? They were not really good defensively last year. You think Ohio State, and now you're going to think pass rushers because of the Bosa brothers, because of Chase Young. And their front four I actually do like, but they have to replace every single linebacker on that team. Uh, The secondary should be solid, but I actually worry about the linebackers a little bit. Meanwhile, Minnesota, I think they're going to be able to run the football a little bit against Ohio State tomorrow night. Uh, P.J. Fleck last year. That's what he wanted to do. They bring back Muhammad Ibrahim, and he may be the best running back in the Big Ten. I also like what Iowa was able to do at the running back position. But, I mean, last year, four touchdowns, 220 yards against Illinois. And on the season, in a shortened season, he had 15 touchdowns in a COVID-shortened season. Um, I, I think that they're going to be able to run the ball a little bit Ohio, tomorrow. Ohio and State's I think they're going to keep it going to be able to run the ball, too, man. Like, you got to think. The Gophers' rushing defense wasn't the best. I mean, last year they averaged, uh, what, 207 rushing yards per game. Uh, they also got Niles Pinckney, who tra- who transferred in another strikeout for my guy, Garrett Cole. That's five. And that came against Shoei Otani with two on. We both really love to see that result. But back to Ohio State, uh, that game against Minnesota, allowed 271, uh, 207 rushing yards per game. Clemson, they, they had their transfer, Miles Pickney, who now joins that Gophers defense up front. But that's still a big challenge because you already talked about Master Teague's the lead back for Ohio State. I like him. He should be able to really slice and freaking dice all night long. Like, that should be something – I think both teams will be able to run the ball. Um, I Part of me wants to say – you going with Minnesota to cover? Part yeah, of, I took Minnesota. I just feel like this is a tough matchup for Ohio State DBs, to go on the road. Though? Like. Like, does Minnesota really have the, the the bodies to be able to stand in front of some of these? They have, like, six wide receivers 
the Buckeyes do that could probably get drafted in the first round next year. Yeah. Or in, you know, in the future. No, I mean, they have two that are going to go in the first round. Yeah. I mean, and then the running game will be solid. The only thing I worry about is them defensively. And I think, okay, so Tanner Morgan's back at quarterback for Minnesota. It feels like he's been there for like 18 years. It feels like he's been there since 1997. He is a fifth year uh, quarterback now for Minnesota. They also have a new offensive coordinator, Mike Sanford, takes over. And that's what would concern me a little bit. You know, P.J. Fleck, defensive-minded. He's going to have the guys rowing the boat. He's going to be running up and down the sideline. They're going to be ready to play Minnesota. I just think that's a tough contest right off the bat for Ohio State with a new quarterback, with C.J. Stroud. And I've heard nothing but great things about him at camp, obviously. Um, like, he's probably going to be a Heisman finalist. He goes to Ohio State. For he's going to sure. put up big numbers. Got to. But week one against Minnesota, I think that's a tougher matchup. And I do think that Minnesota will be able to keep it close. And I got the hook, 14 and a half. So I absolutely love Minnesota tomorrow. And we'll see what Tanner Morgan could do here in his fifth year. Now, if I had to, gun in my head, if I had to jump on this game, because I already have a few college football players out there. And, of course, tonight's result is going to determine what I decide to do here in the future. But, honestly, I probably would take Ohio State um, to cover, being realistic also, because I don't think their rushing defense is that bad to let the Gophers come out there and really go ahead and, and, and run against them. You also got to think uh, the Buckeyes led the Big Ten in rushing defense last season. Um, of course, um, you look at their past, I believe it was three series or season openers, they allowed an average of 23 points per game. Um, I might have to get up out of here soon really quick because I think my car is about to get towed. So if you guys can, – can I jump off the camera real quick? That's I think, fine. I think my yeah. car's I'll be right go, back. I think – Go make sure – It's about to tow my car. We're watching Jacksonville State right now. I don't, I don't hate you going against my pick because I, I don't really like betting against Ryan Day. And even if C.J. Stroud is making his first start for Ohio State, Ryan Day is kind of a quarterback whisperer. He's one of my favorite coaches in the nation. The trends, though, Minnesota 7-1 and one against the spread in their last eight games as a home underdog of 10.5 more points. Like, P.J. Fleck is an underdog. One thing about P.J. Fleck, I get why nobody could stand the guy. Uh, he's a little much even for me, but he motivates his dudes. And again, 7-1 and one against the spread in their last eight games as a home underdog of 10.5 or more points. We'll see. Tanner Morgan just needs to take care of the football. They need to run the football Score a couple times, and I think they'll be able to keep it close with Ohio State, even though – and in fact, like if we're talking about like the four top five teams in the nation, Ohio State's the team that I'm not really sold on. Um, today I had to jump on the radio in South Carolina, and if I had to make a national title pick right now, I'd probably go with Clemson. I think DJ's going to be awesome. The only thing that scares me is are they going to be able to run the football because last year, even with Travis Etienne there, they struggled to run the ball at times, but they have – their entire defense is five stars, and they bring literally everybody back. Sure and now they had a full year to um, get comfortable. So if I had to make a national title pick, I would go with Clemson. I'm really high on Alabama every single year. They have to replace pretty much everybody. Uh, Oklahoma, I think if Oklahoma doesn't win it this year, I don't know that they ever do under Lincoln Riley because they actually have a defense this year, and they're going to put up a bunch of points. So the team that concerns me the most because they have a lot to replace – is Ohio State with exactly. no Justin Fields. So I will uh, hammer, as I already have, uh, Minnesota plus 14 and a half. The oh. hook's gone, though, 14, and then the total is 63. I wouldn't touch that because of what you just said right there, especially with all new linebackers for Ohio State with a uh, secondary that I can't really trust for Minnesota. Like, their leading pass rusher last year had, I believe, only four and a half sacks. And again, COVID year. But uh, they do struggle to get after the quarterback. I think just P.J. Flex going to have these dudes motivated, man. Row the boat. He's going to be running up and down like a – like a spaz, and I expect them to cover the spread. So that's one of my favorite plays this week, well, even Fleck, though it's kind of gross. Since Fleck took over in 2017, Minnesota 14-11 against the spread uh, as an underdog, 5-5 five and five against the spread as a home underdog. So 
and stats it, that matter. But the Buckeyes but also seven and one. one if it's over ten and a half points. No stats trends. That's we how can... that's how he motivates his guys. They're telling us we can't hang within fourteen points. <laughs> Seriously. They, they took away the hook. Seriously. The hook. Seriously. The nerve of them to say, go out there, and we're going to lose by no less than 14. Now, don't yeah. ever, now, I will never back P.J. Fleck as a favorite. I don't care who it's against. But as an underdog, P.J. Fleck like, is the ultimate underdog. At least he used to be. I used to be a big Fleck fan. And that was just a little much for me, though. Is he? Yeah, the whole roll the boat thing. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm You don't like boats? I'm through with it. You don't like rowing? Not no, a huge rowing guy. I wanted PJ Fleck at Notre Dame, and not that I don't think Brian Kelly's a great coach, but like Brian Kelly just has little man syndrome, and it kind of annoys me. Like he's always like fighting with assistant coaches. He's kind of a jerk. Is great the, coach. Is that Napoleon complex? Another thing, if I could complain about something Ooh, really. Come cool. on, can, can, hey, can somebody give me some credit around here? I'm giving. Come on, SAT words and if phrases. I, Napoleon complex. No, if I could complain about something really quick, how does Notre Dame? Never have a quarterback. Like, Ian Book was good, don't get me wrong. Yep. Ian Book made a lot of plays and won a lot of games at Notre Dame, but he was a game manager, which I hate that term. But, like, Ian Book wasn't throwing the, the ball down the field. Smith. The last quarterback that they had at Notre Dame where you were like, okay, this guy could go in the first round. Well, there were some weirdos that were really high on Deshaun Kaiser. I never saw it. The worst moment of my life was when Green Bay made him the backup quarterback and Khalil Mack broke Aaron Rodgers' leg on, like, the second drive of the season and Kaiser comes in. Good old and there, was Kaiser a play, there was a play where Khalil Mack just ran up to him and literally ripped the ball out of his hands. There's a reason why Kaiser – is Kaiser in the league right now? No. But you know who that is? Year Nathan in, Peterman for some reason. <laughs> well, there, Kaiser – Thanks to John Gruden. The one year in Cleveland where they tried to make Kaiser the guy, he led the league in red zone turnovers, and that's that's that was his problem at Notre Dame, turnovers, and I was never high on him. The last quarterback, though, that Notre Dame had that you were like, okay, this guy could play in the league was Brady Quinn, who yeah. ended up being a complete bust. Yeah, another, another Cleveland Brown. Problem with Brady Quinn, he was more interested in, like, doing 21s and pumping up the guns than going out there and winning football games. <laughs> But I just nice I don't get it, man. Bro. Like, how does Brian Kelly? Why can't he ever find a quarterback? Uh, speaking of Kaiser, uh, Tyler said that he thought Kaiser was the next Andrew Luck. Tyler, don't ever say that out loud. It's okay though. I called. I a said of, you. Love, I said Josh Rosen. Love Josh Rosen, who also I, did hey, he got cut again. No, no, no. He made the team. Josh Rosen's in the league, oh, baby. He's he plays. He's an Atlanta um, Falcon. He, he was oh, because I I went against Atlanta in that freaking uh, preseason game. He wasn't great in that game, but he, he showed enough on film. He was film. throwing some dimes, bro. I'm not gonna he, lie. He showed enough on film that he could be the backup there. Yankees third go string up quarterback. three nil on Naughton in the Naughty Boys. Good because I hated this pick. As soon as I made it, I was like, oh, what am I doing? Um, do we line? have to hold up the? Uh, we gotta hold up the twos. You know, in college football, you hold up the threes and the fours. Like, we gotta hold up the twos. We're fishing to the second quarter of UAB Jacksonville State. And we got no score. The score is scoreless. Nil-nil. Hashtag cross-sport reference. 